What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode six. Before I start this episode, I would just like to thank the sponsors of today's episode, Ramirez PBK LLC. PBK stands for Paint Bath Kitchen. If you need your bathroom, your kitchen, your house remodeled, or if you need completely new things put in, Ramirez PBK is your company. Give them a call at 856-524-6068. I repeat, 856-524-6068. And please check them out on Instagram at Ramirez Paint Bath Kitchen. You could see the before and after of the jobs he's done. And damn, it is mighty fine. And I want to thank them once again for sponsoring this episode. Thank you so much. What's up, everybody? Sultan of Strangles here. The Kimura King. The Ayatollah of Angolox. I don't know what I'm going to make this episode about, but I had a thought in my mind, um, and I'm thinking about making this episode the key to happiness. Um... I am not going to lie to you guys, like 99% of people on Instagram, yo, I'm killing it, yo, yo, I'm hustling in silence while y'all sleeping, I'm hustling in silence, I'm not one of those guys, I believe in hard work, you work hard, you reap what you sow, end of story, okay, um, and I was reading a book by the Dalai Lama called The Art of Happiness a long time ago. And he said, nothing brings more happiness than to serve humanity in some way. And after I read that, I tried to figure out different ways to serve humanity. And um, I, it made me think I was a bad person because I genuinely, every time I tried to say to serve humanity I actually fucking hated it so i served at a soup kitchen it was literally homeless people that were very ungrateful very mean uh it was fucking hard work and i fucking hated it uh i remember i would go to thanksgiving to serve you know poor the homeless people i swear to god these people were the most ungrateful nasty people like I was giving this one homeless lady chicken. So I give her a thigh. She says, white meat. I'm like, what? She said, I said white meat, the chicken breast. I'm like, oh, my God. So I give her some chicken breast. She's like, more. And I just flipped. I'm like, keep fucking going the line. You're lucky you're even getting this. She shut her mouth and kept going. But, man, I have worked at the food bank putting freaking packages of food for the poor um i've donated to charities um i've done volunteer work and i'll be the first guy to tell you guys that it sucked i got nothing out of it i didn't like it it didn't make me feel good it didn't make me feel like a hero i actually hated it and i stopped doing it and then as of recently, I really found out what I love to do to serve humanity. And that is to teach people jujitsu. 
And it's so much more than teaching martial arts. When somebody comes to me and tells me I was really thinking about taking another Percocet tonight and I didn't because I came to fucking training. When someone tells me, hey, you know, I had PTSD and the event that you had last night saved me. That fucking feels great. That fucking feels amazing. That makes me feel like I'm on top of the world. And that is the type of service to humanity that I like. And that is the type of service to humanity that I will continue to do. I literally wake up in the morning and I'm pumped. I'm so excited to teach class at night. I'm so excited to train with my students. I'm so excited to help people. Whether, and not just in jujitsu, I'm trying to change lives. And I don't, trying to change lives kind of sounds corny but fuck it that that's really what i believe and i really am doing that i really am doing that and i just want to let you guys know keep it sounds so corny but find different ways to serve humanity until you find one that you enjoy volunteering might not be your thing teaching might not be your thing going to a soup kitchen homeless blah 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 might not be your thing keep trying different avenues until you find out what you like i am fortunate enough that i finally fucking found mine after 30 some odd years on this life in this world today's my birthday by the way november 2nd i'm not telling you how old i am but i'm old and i wish i figured this out sooner i wish i figured this out sooner Hope you all have a wonderful night. I'm still trying to figure out what I'm going to make this episode about. But hey, the episode's doing damn good. I have 500 listens and I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. So this is a question I love to ask people because you will find out if the person is a real human being or a complete fucking dolt. 99 I would say 90% of people are complete fucking dolts. Ask them this. This is how you, this is in my opinion, how you find out the key to happiness. Now, you ask this question. What would you do in your life if you woke up tomorrow and you were a millionaire? How would your life change? Most people are going to say this. I'm going to buy a house. I'm going to buy a nice car. I'm going to quit my job. Blah, 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 blah. Just bullshit, materialistic shit. Travel the world. Wow. How fucking original. Travel the world. I've never heard that one before. It's like everybody just says travel the world. Okay. So let's rephrase the question. And then we can get to the root of my actual question and how to achieve happiness. What would you do if you were to wake up tomorrow and you were a multi-billionaire? Not millionaire, a multi-billionaire. Now, the house, the car... Food, traveling are all expendable. They mean nothing because you could literally, you have money to do it for the rest of your life. You're set for life. Your kids are set for life. 
Your kids, kids are set for life. You never have to worry about anything again. And I promise you, traveling the world, going to the nicest restaurants, buying a Maserati, uh, buying a $10 million home, it will get boring after a while, I promise you. That's how the human mind works. You, you Luxuries become necessities and then you just back at square one. Ask yourself this. 1% of the people, or I guess 10% of the people that I, that I ask this question respond with a response that I actually like to hear. Oh, you know, I would, you know, quit my job and focus on my writing. I would focus more on jujitsu. I would train every day. I would try to, you know, become an actor because that's always what I wanted to do. You know, things like that, intrinsic things. Um, and that is how you find your passion. Now I ask myself this question. I say, Hey, um, what am I going to do? What am I going to do if tomorrow I had billions of dollars in my bank account? I would literally live the same exact life I live now. Okay. I would buy the house, I would buy the car I would make sure all my friends are set, make sure my families are set, but I would do basically the same shit. I'll wake up every morning, I would go to the best jujitsu gym in the world, I would train with the best in the world, and at night, I would teach my class. I would still teach jujitsu because that's what I love to do, not because of the money. The money is important, but I still love doing it. Now, ask yourself what your passion is. And if you were a billionaire, how would you approach that? Now for my third question. Okay, if you were a billionaire, you would spend more time writing books, spend more time acting. You would train jujitsu every day. You would, you know, do whatever passion you have. My third question is, why the fuck are you not doing that right now? Yeah, you have a full-time job. You want to train jujitsu like a professional athlete? How about waking up before work training and then training again after work? Most jiu-jitsu athletes, even the pros, train twice a day. You could do that with a full-time job, believe it or not. If you're a writer, why aren't you getting home from work and putting an hour in for writing? If you want to be an actor, why don't you put some time into that? You know, maybe a nine-to-five you can't do it, but why not get a part-time job? and work more on your acting career. What's stopping you? What is stopping you from following your passion? It's not the billions of dollars. You could actually start right now. Um, just fucking start. So like next part of happiness is uniqueness. Everybody is unique, you know? There's a lot of people that are the same, but every single person is unique. Now, I could give you a nice example of me growing up. Um, I was in high school a cool kid. I played sports, had friends, got invited to parties. And one thing I noticed is I would go to these parties. I would play beer pong. I would drink beer. I would get dizzy and I never got shit faced but I like got drunk and uh 
freaking socialize, whatever. And at the end of the day, I would, at the end of the night, I would go home and I always had this feeling. I always asked myself, I had an internal monologue. Like, was that fun? Not really. Like, but then I was a young kid. I'm like, that that's cool, you know? I'm popular. I'm getting invited to parties. Other people aren't getting into parties. That's fun. Playing beer pong is fun. Being in a crowded room where you can't hear each other and uh, just walking around all night, confused and drunk, it, that, that, that's fun. And I don't remember what age I got to where I'm like, yo, that's not fun. Actually, not even for more moral reasons or religious reasons, alcohol isn't fun. Like having a couple beers to get a little buzz, sure. But drinking to get shit-faced, beer pong, all that shit, I don't find that fun. And my early 20s, you know, high school's over. Now we're in college, bro. We got to go to Hoboken, bro. We got to go to the city, bro. We got to go to clubs. The only thing that I enjoyed about clubs is picking up chicks. Actually dancing and listening to horrible top 40 or electronic music, that was miserable. The difference between the high school parties and the clubs were that I would get home at the nights where I didn't pick up chicks. I would get home and I'd be like, wow, that was horrible. That was terrible. I had a horrible time. And I just kept doing it because I thought that was the fucking norm and that was cool. It was, I forgot how old I was. Maybe I was 22 or 23. Um, I love heavy metal, especially (laughs) weird types of metal, like black metal, Viking metal, death metal. And I just really wanted to go see this band called Enciferum. They're like a Viking metal band. And I'm like, all right, man, am I going to go alone? Oh, I can't go alone. People are going to think I'm a loser. But then but then I messaged one of my friends. He's like, you're a loser if you don't go. Why the fuck do you care about what people there think about you? This is your favorite band. And it was at that point where my life completely fucking changed. I drove to Manhattan, which I thought was the craziest thing to do at the time. I went to Gramercy Theater. I waited in the line. And in the line were hundreds and hundreds of people that not only were there for the same band, they were just like me. They had the same mentality as me. They liked all the other same bands as me. They were also nerds that liked Lord of the fucking Rings and played RPGs like freaking Sukoden growing up and watch anime and all that other shit. And um, my life completely changed at that moment. I met so many metal friends, so many um, freaking anime friends, so many awesome people from all walks of life. And that was one of the greatest nights of my life. I went to many concerts after that. So happiness for everybody is unique. Okay. The next thing that's unique about me is jujitsu, you know. A lot of people see martial arts and like, well, this is retarded. 
people punching them, people punching each other in the face and people choking each other. But this is something I always wanted to do, but I just didn't know how to start. Now, social media is the reason I was able to sell 100 shirts in two weeks. Social media is the reason I'm getting new students at my school. Social media is the reason that I'm getting big super fights to go on and get, you know, publicity and, and do well in the sport of jujitsu. But I will also admit that I have an unhealthy social media addiction. The first step to solving a problem is <clears throat> to admit that there is a problem. I think in Alcoholics Anonymous, the first step is to say, yes, I am an alcoholic. I am definitely a social media addict to the point where it's it gets unhealthy. Um, I downloaded the um, screen time app. And when I found out how much time I'm looking into my phone for social media a week, I was shocked. I'm so ashamed of that number that I'm, I will not even disclose it on this podcast. That's how fucking embarrassing it is. Now, just like all good things, you know, you, it makes you feel good, you know, getting followers, getting likes, making new friends, having new experiences, t selling T-shirts. Um, but with all good things, you know, sometimes there's bad. Like if you're a long tr haul trucker, hitting some meth or some amphetamines is going to help you stay up. But at the end of the day, you're going to get a dependency. And um, I feel like social media really um took me away from the things that matter um now two two instances in my life where i really realized this is i'm in iran i'm with my dad i barely see him i see him once every four years and you know he's talking to me and i'm on instagram responding to whoever the fuck doesn't matter probably someone that i never even met before and here, here my dad is trying to have like a real conversation with me. And I am just freaking have my head in my phone. And for a second, I thought, dude, what the fuck is going on with you, man? Like, why? What are your priorities, man? The person who brought you into this world or some idiot on Instagram? And at that point, I'm like, you know, I got to start making a change. Another another moment is um, my mom she she um i bought my first car uh, i'm sorry i bought a new car and i took her out on a ride uh it was a car that i've wanted for a long time she actually started hysterically crying while i was driving her i was playing all her favorite music and i just spent like the whole day with her driving around and at the end of the day i'm like fuck man that was great that was like that brought me some genuine, genuine happiness that I haven't felt in a long time. And I can't even tell you how many times my mom was trying to talk to me and I'm on my phone. I'm on freaking Instagram. I'm on Facebook. Like, what the fuck am I doing? In case you were wondering what the whole point of that rant was, is happiness. Sometimes you don't even know what you like. Like my brain thought the dopamine rush I was getting from all the followers on fucking Instagram was bringing me happiness, but it wasn't. It's actually just emptiness. Real happiness for me was spending actually wholesome moments with my mom, my dad, people I care about. So if you want to be happy, I feel like you need to dig, dig, 
dig deep inside and see and ask yourself, not only what do you want to do, who do you want to be around? You know, another great example I could give you is one of my friends. Uh, who I don't really talk to him that much anymore. Filthy, filthy rich. And he would take me on fucking these freaking nights out, bottle service, to like expensive places, dinners, etc. And I'm telling you, it was fun. It was fun. But him as a person was just so fucking shallow. All he would talk about is cash, making money, banging bitches, cars, this, that. Like it was impossible to have like a regular conversation about anything just a very stuck up uh and deep down inside unhappy probably an alcoholic um and after a while i'm like dude yeah i get it there's so many perks with hanging out with this douchebag but fuck it's truly not worth it i'm not gonna cut him off but you know i'm i'm, I'm gonna start make keeping some distance you know because hanging out with him is just not bringing me too much happiness. So always ask yourself that question. Who do you want to be around? Now, as far as surrounding yourself with a group of people that make you happy, I have a really fucking annoying story with my own life. So I grew up with like the same group of friends since I was like 12 years old. You know, freaking high school, college, etc. And I had the really awful misfortune of all of them getting to very serious relationships in their early 20s and completely falling off the fucking face of the earth. So like we went from hanging out a couple times, I wouldn't say a couple times a week, once, twice a week to like once a month. And in my mind, I'm like, wow. So is this was what being an adult is? You just go to work. And you have to get a girlfriend or a wife and you just watch Netflix with her on the weekends. Like, man, do I just do that now? And I fucking resented my friends for a long time. I hated them. Still do a little bit. Um, and then one day I'm like, bro, it's time to fucking find new friends. And then when I joined Henzo Gracie Academy, I was surrounded by just fellow psychopaths you know cool people who like to go out who like to have a good time who like to go on trips who have the same mentality mentality as me on life and other things there are other people out there if your current group of friends just isn't cutting it for you don't try to change them move the fuck on and back to the story about the metal show the first one i went to i made so many amazing friends there and we didn't just meet up to go to concerts. We, we did all types of stuff. We had picnics. We would go over each other's houses. We would go on road trips. You gotta search. A really cool website is meetup.com. I used to use it for like different like events, like history events and like art events and stuff like that. I don't know how popular it is anymore, but I used to use it a lot. Don't, if your life sucks, uh, there was a really good, there was a really good quote in Westworld. The show sucked, but this quote resonated with me. Something along the lines of, if you're bored, that usually means you're a boring person. 
if you can't find a way in this big beautiful world to amuse, to entertain yourself then you are a boring motherfucker you got to go out there you got to meet new people you got to do new things and doing that really helped me so i remember when i was 3 years old i think it may have been the first no the first movie i ever saw was the movie heavy metal I think Bloodsport may have been the second movie I've ever seen in my life. And when I saw that movie, I told myself this is what I want to do. This is what I want to do. And you know, throughout my life, I wrestled. When I was a teenager, I did Muay Thai. I tried many martial arts gyms out, but man, it's very tough. And martial arts is something I've always wanted to do, but I just couldn't find the right gym. I started off in MMA, which I really loved, until I got a pulmonary embolism, which is a blood clot in your lung, and I actually ended up, my lung almost collapsed. I was coughing up pieces of my lung, and that's kind of wh why I, um, I call my gym Immortals, because I came back to life. After that, you know, I was really depressed, trying to find a martial art to do. I can't get punched or kicked because I'm going to get cut. And I found jujitsu in the gi, and it was amazing. And the amount of happiness I got that was incredible. Just being around like-minded people, doing something you love, you just feel like you're part of something greater than yourself. And I love that. But in a traditional martial arts gym, it's there's a lot of rules. So for us, no heel hooks. A lot of leg locks were not allowed, mostly training in the gi. You know, after class, I would get two, three, four, maybe four rounds, and then everybody would leave. It was not a competition school, and I was told that in the beginning. But I joined anyway because I didn't know where else to join. And after I lost, what was I, 230 pounds, I got down to around 208 or 210 Uh in shape, competing, and there was just something still missing. Now you need to ask yourself, this is how I was able to find happiness. How far are you willing to go? How far are you willing to go? Um, I had jujitsu with hobbyists, but deep down in my heart, I knew that I wanted to compete and I wanted to be around trained killers. The thought of taking, the thought of getting on a train and going to New York City to train was the craziest thing ever. I, I, like just the thought of it freaked me out. I'm going to get on NJ Transit. I'm going to get an, on a train one hour every day there and back so I could do jujitsu. That's crazy. My buddy Fabian told me he was, I saw his Instagram, Flavor Fabe. He was doing it. And I told him, bro, that's crazy. You're taking the train from Long Island to freaking New York. He's like, yeah, dude. Just do it. Don't think about it. And one day, I was watching the anime uh, Berserk. And Gats says the reason he fights, he doesn't know why. He just has a burning desire in his heart. And I swear to God, I had that same thing. I got up the next day, got on the train, and went to Henzo Gracie Academy. And there was where I found true fucking happiness. Not just jujitsu, but a bunch of killers who had the same mentality they weren't there to have fun they were there to win just like me and we ended up having so many other things in common 
And if I never took those train rides, if I never went to that first concert, if I never found new friends, I would have never found the happiness that I have right now. So it's cliche, I know. But man, as soon as you get the fuck out of your comfort zone, that's where the growth happens. That's where the happiness happens. And I hope all of you find happiness. Hope you guys liked the episode. You guys can follow me on Instagram at K-O-O-L-R-A-K. You can follow the podcast on at Rambling with Rack. It is now on iTunes and Apple Podcasts. Please go give me a five-star rating. You can find my school at Immortals Jiu-Jitsu. At right now, it's at 891 Bloomfield Avenue in Clifton. I hope you guys can come by Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 8 p.m. I'm going to be adding more days. And I'm looking very much forward to teaching you guys. The grand opening was a huge, huge success. Thanks again, guys, for listening to the episode. And I will see y'all later.